0: hi there welcome to the living large and hard podcast as you can hear from the endless stream of traffic down below on 309 we're up here at the skybox allentown pa this is the final part the conclusion the wrap-up it'll be a shorty about murder at the mini mansion when a couple of fucks got blown away at my house a couple of years ago a couple of fucks a couple of years Anyway, part one was me uh, going over why there was a party at the place and how there shouldn't have been a party at the place. And if people would just follow the rules, there wouldn't have been death. But they didn't because that's not what people do. And second part was uh, the state of the place when I finally got to go there and check it out and start cleaning the fucking mess up. I really don't give a shit that someone got killed there. Um I never felt threatened. It had nothing to do with me. It had nothing to do with my house. It was just the place that that happened because those people were there and this uh fucking goofball showed up. And um what really pissed me off was the the destruction. And just how fucking dirty the place was. I mean, that was that was the worst part. Was going there every day and cleaning for hours. Um, so what had happened was this guy had this party, and it was a huge party. I have no idea what platform, social media platform, the word went out on, because um, I had the guy's contact info. I checked, of you know. It was young people, so of course it wouldn't have been on Facebook. But I checked anyway. I checked Instagram. Um, we had communicated on WhatsApp. There was nothing on there. I don't I don't know how the word got out, but man, the word got out big. Um, as I would said in episode two, there was uh, a report from my neighbor that there was a line of people outside. So to me, that means they were charging admission. From a hockey cop who was inside who was there, he said that um, that it was hundred people. Which I mean, I've had parties there. Some of you have been to parties at my place, and I've also been on the house tour with dozens of people in the house at once. And uh, why, technically, I guess it's possible that jam hundred in there. That's a lot. So it's it's all irrelevant anyway. So let's get to what actually happened. So this this party's going on, and this guy shows up. I don't really know the backstory on it because um, the trial went on for days and when I went in to give testimony, which I'll get to in a bit, I was just, I was cooling my uh, heels in the hallway for over five hours, (sighs) like almost five and a half hours. And then I went in and I was, my testimony was like three or four minutes. (laughs) So, and this is after two years so so much about a swift you know decent trial it was a decent trial but anyway uh, during the party this guy shows up and from what i'd overheard out on one of the breaks that this guy was just trouble so anyway at the party somebody grabbed the guy's phone and this is in the newspaper and then uh, the quote was he swung on me so then he shot two fucking people yeah, I know. Makes a lot of sense. Um, and when I went in to give my testimony, uh, it just happened to be the same courtroom where I did my mass DUI uh, thing. Because when you do DUIs here in Lehigh County, it's it's so many people. It's frightening, actually, which was pointed out during my um, my accelerated whatever the hell it is, but you go to these classes and uh, and the judge said at that point, that's what it was, you should be frightened by how many people are here. Uh, She said, we do this, you know, five times a month and look how many you are and you're just the ones that got caught. So anyway, let's go back to what this is about, which is about the fucking murder in my living room. So anyway, the guy dropped a couple people. Um, The newspaper said, and that was a cool motorcycle. The newspaper said that there's body cam footage of dozens of party uh, panicked party goers. Oh, not that you know, it wasn't in it wasn't in the uh, newspaper online. It wasn't it wasn't anywhere except in court, and I really wanted to see that because that would have been pretty fucking cool. So, what had um, come up repeatedly? I was told after the trial was um, my pellet gun, which I kept on the stairs to the attic because that was the place that the least amount of people in the house would go to um, because it was a creepy attic. There was no light at the top. So if you open that door, what you would basically see is a creepy stairway to a creepy attic with barely any light. So I figured the best place to put the pellet gun to stop any nonsense with it was right there on the steps because people are going to look past that. And I covered it up with a bunch of um, papers. Like I believe the owner's manual to my bicycle was the biggest thing on top. So it was... Anyway, it became uncovered during the search of the house, you know, where the cops found my sex toys. And um, so the defense apparently kept going on about the pellet gun, about the gun, about the gun. So they brought me in at the very end of the trial only to say yes that's my pellet gun and yes that's where it always was that was it um i asked the detective i go why in the fuck did this guy just not plea bargain considering they have absolutely no defense whatsoever except someone grabbed their phone and he said yeah this is um This is very strange, even as a detective, to see this. So I went in and I did my bit. And um, the jury, I guess they deliberated a while, which didn't make any sense to me. But that's how it goes. People don't really want to put people away. But where the fuck was I? Holy shit, sorry, I got lost. And a red-tailed hawk was flying around outside. Not that talking to you isn't the most important thing ever, but it was a red-tailed hawk flying right out the window, so. And, um, so they kept going on and on about the gun, so I did that, and the jury deliberated, and it came back uh, guilty on all accounts. So, and when I'm in there testifying, I look over at the guy, and he looks like, um, I think they were in their 20s, but looked much, much younger, and just, Slouched in the chair, sideways, fiddling with a piece of paper, and I'm thinking, man, this—if <laughs> it was me going to trial on a murder charge, I would be paying attention to every fucking word that was said. But nope, not this doofus. Anyway, it uh, obviously didn't work out the way they anticipated. Going to trial instead of pleading because they got—they um, got hit up with every charge guilty all the way across the board uh the defendants went to the prosecutors and said just there isn't there's a death penalty but it's um a moratorium here in pennsylvania so they said just waive that let's just get it over with you know you're not going to kill them anyway so let's just get it done and then that's it that's the wrap-up that's murder at the mini mansion Um, any of you had anyone killed in your house, feel free to chime in in the comment section. Okay. And as always, uh, living large and hard. I throw up a link on my Facebook page, Mike or Max Marvin. I also have an Instagram just went to New York yesterday. This is in early March to a uh, graffiti show that was on graffiti on trains. From mid seventies to mid eighties, a guy took a shitload of pictures, and that was very interesting. So I'll do pictures of stuff like that and graffiti on the actual street, weird stuff that I see up in coal country where I drive around for work. And you can follow, you can follow this podcast on SoundCloud. You can also subscribe on iTunes. And let's let the uh, incessant hum of traffic on three hundred nine. Just kinda of lull us on out of here. Bye-bye.